We want to take just a minute on the podcast today to say a prayer for the families of the victims of the school shooting in Nashville. There was a shooting at Covenant School in Nashville, and three students and three staff members were fatally shot. And we just want to take a minute as these families are hurting to just say a prayer for them. So God, we thank you that you are the God of all comfort and that you are near even in the midst of tragedy. So today I just I just pray that your um, nearness would be felt by all the families of the victims. God, that even as they wake up uh, the, every day, these next several weeks and months and years to come, as they wake up with questions, as they wake up with grief, just the complete shock, I just pray that you would bring comfort in a way that only you can. And I pray that your love would just be known by them, that your peace would be known by them, and that you would bring healing and wholeness and light to the dark places. Lord, I pray that you'd bring people around them that would truly help shoulder this burden of the days and weeks to come. And Lord, I pray just as a, as a country, as a, as a city of Nashville, as the state of Tennessee, and as a country, Lord, I pray that we would just have wisdom moving forward and to be able to um, prevent these kinds of things from continuing to happen. In Jesus' name, amen. Because what is the answer? I don't know what the answer is. You know, at this point, I mean, I'm old enough to remember Columbine. That was Mm -hmm. the first, is that the first school shooting or is it just the first one I was aware of? I think it was maybe the first first school shooting, at least that I I know of. Me too. And the shock that comes with it. And, And now it's to the point where it's happening so often and, you know, I, I always, I always feel like, you know, when people, you know, they get upset that you didn't, you, whoever didn't have, you know, post something on social media, right? Like, why didn't you say something? Well, I don't believe that just throwing a social media post up there does anything, but now it's to the point where you're seeing people say, Hey, you know, condolences are not enough. We have to do something. Mm-hmm. And I would agree. I mean, I think I think prayer is is you know sometimes the biggest thing that we can do is talking to the God of the universe, the God who created us, talking to Him about people. I I believe that that is powerful. That that is something we should do in this moment. But is that enough? Is there more to be done? What if so? What is it? Right. Because I feel like now we're calling. We're saying, let's do more. We have to do more. First, it was you need to post something. Why aren't you saying something about it? Well, now it's just saying something about it isn't enough. And I would agree, but nobody ever says what that is. And so I find myself just being like, yeah, we have to protect our kids, but what does that mean? Right. How, how, what, how does that look? Right. Tell and, me what to do. And with it being so sensitive when it comes to guns that anytime you mention anything with guns, mm-hmm. it turns into worse taking guns from people and yeah. which obviously it's not. I think we can all agree if we just not even talk about guns that we care about our kids and we want them safe regardless, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. But when guns are the number one killer of kids now above yeah. car accidents and cancer. 
guns. There's a problem there. The answer, I don't know. And that's the most frustrating thing is because I think I've heard everything. And that's where I think that turning to God in prayer is not just a cop out, maybe for some, because we don't know what to say, but to know that that's the only place you go when you don't have answers is to ask God and to, and to pray. You know what I'm saying? And during the most confusing times, that's when I find myself in prayer and most hurtful times when I don't have answers. And I don't, I don't have the answer to how this is going to stop. I don't know who does. And I don't know what you do. I, I appreciate what you said too, that the prayer is not a cop out. It's mm -hmm. not just like, this is the easy thing, right? It's not easy to come back and say, God, this happened again. Right. We're feeling this, you know, as I dropped my kids off for school today, I pulled my phone oh. out to check something and they were out of the, oh. the door so fast. I, I always like stop and cheesily, you know, cheesy say, I love you. Have a good right. day. Love you all. You know, whatever. Yeah. Give me a kiss. And they were out of the car so fast today in that second that I picked up my phone and they were gone. And I had this moment where oh. I was like, I didn't even say goodbye. <sighs> I missed this little opportunity. And of course, then my mind goes to these yeah. parents who didn't get to pick up their kids yesterday. And so <sighs> they're, it's not a cop out because I do believe that the, it, there, so much of this issue is a heart issue. It's, a, you know, there's mental health, gun control. Like we could talk about all those things, but the bottom line is we live in a world that is full of evil and it's full of sin. And until, you know, Jesus comes back to take us all to heaven, like that's the world that we live in. And I believe our biggest weapon against this evil is prayer. And so it's not just, um, you know, we don't just say words and throw them out into the air and they disappear, but out we go to the God of the universe who wants relationship with people. He wants healing and wholeness for people with mental health. He wants, uh, you know, people with anger, people with hatred in their heart. Like he wants them to experience whole full life. And so if there's more to be done, I want to know what it is until then we need to be on our knees praying that the good would overcome the evil in the world. Check one, check two, check one, check two. But I don't usually talk that loud. I usually talk like this loud. Do I need to talk louder? Do I need to project more? Do you think? Times, yeah. Yes, but I don't want it to be that you project and then have a radio voice. But like thinking of it, then am I too quiet? My kids tell me all the time that I'm really loud, and so you are at times on the on the microphones. No, just in general oh, life. Yeah, we are. <clears throat> when we're in the same room. We are. Like, <laughs> like a little bit loud. Is that what your kid said? Yeah. That's funny. And when we talk on the phone, I'm a really loud phone talker. In general? Yeah. So like if you're on speaker and we're driving, then and you say something to Aubrey, and then all of a sudden she's talking like this. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I forget I don't have to yell into the phone. Oh. But I don't think you yell though. On the other end of it? It doesn't mm -hmm. sound like I'm yelling? Okay, good. If I just talk louder though. Okay, I'll just... Beth, don't change. Just be who you are. Let's see. Check one, two. Can you hear me? Check one, two. Can you hear can me? You hear I can me? hear you. Okay, hear me well? Yeah. Okay. Loud and clear. Loud uh, and clear. <laughs> what do you mean I didn't, catch the, I didn't catch the part where you said, uh, it's not about you. <laughs> I heard that very close. 
And you, I responded as if I did hear it very well. well like, but then later <laughs> when you were editing, you messaged and you were like, "Wait, do you think everything's about me?" It was like it hit you. It did. It hit and me I'm really sorry, hard. It hit you. Oh no, 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 no! It hit me hard when I listened right. back to it. Then I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize." And that was a lot of sincerity and, and build up that you had held into you that came out in one big blow. <laughs> I was ready. Is for that it. really how you feel though? Truthfully. I, you had made the Children's Museum being closed on Tuesdays about yes, you. Yes, but... So you opened the door for me to say that. But was the door being waited to open up? I like, feel like we've joked about this a few times. There's been a few different well. things that you have turned into being about you. And so it just felt like the conversation has come up again. So I'll just... Remind you again. Do you, so remind me again, meaning that I've done this in the past. And I remind, I've said it before. Is it a correction? It's not about you. Somewhat? No. Do you think that I'm being serious? No, I was, it was, I thought the whole thing was kind of a joke. Yeah, like, it yeah is. They want me not to be at the children's museum. Like, they, it's so obviously not about you that I could joke about <laughs> it being not about you. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Thank you. You don't think there's no, some truth I think, to that? <laughs> I think you've never made anything about you that wasn't about you. questions about oh, no, we, I'll wait till we're ready to talk about that I've watched enough fake videos to know this isn't a fake video don't you think I don't know okay let's see I gotta find it I don't know <clears throat> shoot you send a lot of fake videos though I only send real videos to you oh you do yeah you fact check them yeah all oh because it, it feels kind of like you just click share it might feel like that like sometimes I don't even think you watch them Sometimes I don't. <laughs> you just see the title. You, you know, see the name of it. Right. And, and I know it's going to be say, funny. Oh, yeah. Beth will like this. Yeah. Or like, hey, Beth. It, this, it's not worth my time, but uh, it's probably worth hers. How about this? <laughs> I watched enough of it to know that it'd be something that we want to discuss together. Gotcha. So I don't just send stuff to you. Mm. I, I send stuff to you so I don't forget it. Gotcha. And in case it's something that might inspire you slightly, even a word. Right. Hungry. I'm going to okay. make some Asian food and right. bring it over to Matt. So the I'm calling into work. Because it's my cat's birthday video. How does that relate to me? I want to know what you think about that. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Don't you think that people should get the time off if they don't have kids, especially for their pets? If it's their pet's birthday, they should get the day off. But it can only be... Do you be... get the day off if it's your kid's birthday? You should. <laughs> you should to celebrate your child, don't I mean... you think? Can't, but don't you see it coming? Couldn't you just take the day off? Yeah, absolutely, you could too. So, but like in the video, this guy was just calling in to say, "I'm not coming in. It's my cat's birthday." Right, and he was probably going to do some like, heat on that. Yeah, he yeah. probably could have, you know, filed the form in advance, three weeks in advance. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And yeah, he shouldn't have called in then. But my if point that's is, the case, so you can take the day off for your garbage man's birthday. No, different. You can take the day off for. Different. Your Birds. dental hygienist's nope, birthday. You can't, you can't because that doesn't count. <laughs> it's it's either kids or, or animals. I feel like you just take you, you can take days off when you take days off, so you can just like choose it in advance. But I don't this... think you should call in like <laughs> I can't come in today. Not... Really, it's your cat's birthday. Well, that's why you call. That's why you, the, it's already there. It's like maternity leave. It's like already <laughs> it's set like, in. It is not like maternity well. I'm, what leave. I'm saying I know. is, it's set into your your contract already. Meaning that yes, you get. X amount of months, weeks, whatever it is for maternity leave, and then you get the day off for your pets' birthdays. I would like for you, the next time you're interviewing for a job, to see if you can get that negotiated in a contract, and then let's devote an entire podcast to it. You tell us how that goes. I already got it. <laughs> it's in my current <laughs> contract. 
Hold on, let's see here. Uh, Celerina Tribune. What is this? Okay, is it a real video? Do you want me to Hold just on. play the video? I know exactly where it is. Um, yes. Instagram. Oh, shoes. You sent a message. It's a Insta. Insta. It's the Insta. Okay, hold on. Let me get this here. Um, Which platform did Matt send me a fake video on? I'll just get it. Three and a half years ago, she was rushed into hospital with a migraine, which left her with a voice she didn't recognize. I have not actually heard my voice in the conversation for nearly three years now. Her initial response upon hearing how she used to sound from a bank telephone recording Good afternoon, thank you for calling. was to long for her old accent to return. Yeah, I'm not actually ringing about my policy, though. Um, I'm ringing for a quote. Do you see what my policy number? I know it's me. But I feel like I want to say, oh, she, she make a good speak. She speak a good, uh, but like that, not me no more. There were all, there's one picture you can see all the facts. Sarah has been diagnosed with foreign accent syndrome. The condition has only 150 known cases worldwide. Well, when you sent that video and I watched it, I thought, this is a joke. Mm -mm. This lady's like playing the long game. I'm going to come out of this machine and pretend I have an accent for a year and a half. That was my first thought. This cannot be real. So I Googled it. Yeah. Foreign accent syndrome. Time out. What's the website? This is, is it WebMD? More or less. (laughs) (laughs) It's from... The University of Texas at Dallas. Okay, so, I, legit, yeah. Yeah. So, foreign accent syndrome, speech disorder that causes sudden change to speech so that a native speaker is perceived to speak with a foreign accent. Wow. It's most often caused by damage to the brain by a stroke or a traumatic brain injury. couple cases have been because of MS and conversion disorder. Some cases, no clear cause has been identified. So that video that you sent, this woman who's, you know, British, goes into the MRI machine, right? Yeah. And it says she comes out with a different, or she, did she go to the hospital because she woke up one day speaking with an No, she had a stroke. She had a stroke. So she legitimately, yeah, yeah. That's why I think this is real. I guess I didn't pick up that she had a stroke. I thought she went into the MRI machine and- it came out with an accent different from her own. Much different than her own. Wow. The brain is it's amazing. fascinating. So she had a stroke. She gets put in the MRI machine. And then when she comes out, I mean, to imagine hearing your own voice, not remembering what your voice was like until you hear it on an yeah. audio recording, much like this. And then the next thing you know, it's. I'm about my policy, though. Um, I'm looking for a quote. Do you see what my policy number? I know it's me. But I feel like I want to say, oh, she, she make a good speak. She speak a good, uh, but like that, not me no more. Could you imagine if you, you took Carrie into the hospital to get an MRI and she came out with an accent from a different country? Like the brain is fascinating. She has a stroke and the brain remembers what the brain wants to remember, which is speak your language, but as if it was your second language, but that first language is one you have never spoken ever. Weird. Fascinating. Sometimes I've wondered, Matt, 
if you have this, because sometimes you stick with an accent for a little while. They say they're, uh, most of them is not curable. They just send you like to speech therapy. You almost have to go to like a English as a English Second ESL, language. Yeah. ELL class. Well, then that, and then what happens with your British accent? Does that go away with your Asian accent? Yeah, that's the thing. She doesn't have... She's got a British accent, though. Not anymore. She had one. Uh, but it's gone forever now. That British accent will never be back. They try to teach you your old speaking habits, oh. but sometimes it stays forever. So it could sound like an Asian English accent. Right. There's. They said, what they say? There are 150 cases in the world. Are they all 150 Asian? known cases. No. They said that there are several that go, I mean, people who are speak Spanish, have a Spanish accent. It goes... They're, they now are have a Hungarian accent. What? I wouldn't even know how to do a Hungarian accent. British, English to French. Wow. I mean, if I woke up with an Australian or a British, accent. or if Sean did, all of a sudden he's speaking with his British accent? That's all right. <laughs> There's something I really want to celebrate. What's that? What's what? What's the thing you want to celebrate? What's what? Okay. Okay, hold up, hold up. Holla. Holla, 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 holla. <laughs> you need a rubber band on your wrist every time. Did I tell you about that? I used yeah. to put up one. I would <laughs> not be present with the weather. When you would not weather. Oh. <sighs> When you would not be present with the weather, weather yep. you would snap your wrist with a rubber band. So, like when you wanted to complain about it? Nah. No. Like if I told the weather and I was just in like autopilot zone. So I'd be like, <gasps> weather today is sponsored by this. Just be like, all right, no, it's going to be nice today. It's going to be gorgeous. You're going to go outside and feel so good. Versus just reading the weather. I wanted yeah. to be relative to what their life was going to be like. like present with it. Huh. Cool. What are you celebrating? Oh, yeah. Do you even remember? <laughs> I do. Okay, what is it? So this has been an ongoing thing, and it's something I want to change in me, is if there's something that's not working and I'm not quite sure and confident about it, I usually just ignore it. Okay. Much like why we don't have a uh, door upstairs on our cabinet Okay. is because I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. And so I get really intimidated, and then what I do is I just shut down on it. Meaning mm -hmm. that I just don't think about it after that point because I don't know anything about fixing it. Well, really, I could probably just go to the store and go, hey, Home Depot, this is what's wrong with it. Now what? Yeah. Same thing happened with my fob for my key for my car. Yes. So it started to go out. I couldn't lock my door. So what do I do? I just go, eh, I'll leave them unlocked. If anybody steals anything, they needed it more than I did. So then I go out to my car and then I can't start my car because I have to put my fob right up to my little push button yes. to make it go. So at some point, that's going to run out too. And I just won't be able to start my car. Ooh. So I put a different battery in it, went outside, did it, didn't work. Didn't lock, didn't unlock. Okay, gosh, man, it's not that, it's something else. So I call the place, place says, yeah, it's going to be like 300 bucks for a new fob. No. And I'm like, well, let's see how long I can continue doing this okay. and this and this. And so the frustration comes. And even those little itty bitty things uh, that we just don't do that are those little itty bitty seeds that sit in us and just grow. Even if it's just in those moments that we're going to start our car, that we have that uh, feeling. Yes. Uh, I didn't take care of this. Uh, I wasn't being responsible. Uh, I still need to do this. I don't need that feeding on me every time I go to my car. Yeah. 
So then I'm thinking about it, and what do I do? Nothing. I just continue doing that. I got to change these things. But luckily, my lovely, beautiful, wonderful wife, her fob was going out too, and she said, I put this new uh, battery into it. And I said, honey, that's the battery I put into it too. It's the same number. And she said, well, why don't we try? So we flipped it open, put that battery in. From the kitchen table, I press lock. Beep, beep. Car horn goes off, and the celebration. And I say this because let's celebrate the little itty-bitty things that we pass by. Because those are the real celebrations of life. We have these huge promotions maybe once in our life, twice in our lifetime. great. But these little celebrations we have to remember, like a fob. Yes. My fob works. I don't have to do that anymore. Got in my car this morning. My keys were in my pocket. I pushed the button. Just happened. Felt so good. You didn't have to buy a new car. That's what I was about to go do. I think you're right. I think that's worth celebrating. And, you know, well, I want to say you had a part in it, but Carrie did. I mean, the feeling of accomplishment. I don't, did she buy a different, was it a different battery or maybe the one you got just was not any good? Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. And I probably had it backwards. I probably didn't even put it in the right fob and it was probably the wrong size. It, it was, was backwards. Probably yeah. a six, not a nine and right. so on and so forth. But of it course. Does, you know what? We're not talking about that. We're celebrating. We're celebrating. Yes. I and think we should have a, a whole segment de- dedicated to. Little celebrations. Little celebrations. I have a little celebration today too. Okay. I woke up this morning and it was kind of chilly in my house. Yeah. Like there's, you know, it was chilly. And so I went over to the thermostat. Did something happen? You well, said, you I know, thought there's for a... sure, you know. A ghost? No, I thought, no, just the air felt oh. like, you know. Yeah. Did somebody have a door open? Frosty. I thought that. Yeah, I yeah. thought there's surely a window open, but I went and checked the thermostat first, but it was set at, you know, 68 and mm. it was actually 66 degrees awesome, in the house so awesome. i knew that, that something was up with the heater and i remember a couple years ago when we had the the heater serviced i remember the guy telling me you know a lot of times there's this igniter and it just gets dusty and it was literally like a four minute fix which the guy who fixed it was great but you know 90 dollars for a four minute fix right. was a lot yeah. and so then i was like the next time this happens i'm googling it so i in the last couple of years, I looked it up. I watched a YouTube video. This guy like uh, opens it up and pulls this igniter out. And for whatever reason, I don't know if he was just like flexing or what, but he like cleans the igniter with like a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> no, he, <didn't. laughs> he does. And I was like, well, I don't have a hundred, but I have a five. So we're going to try the five. And, uh, and I fixed it. And so this morning I was like, man, I don't really have time to go fix my heater, but I am the resident HVAC expert. So I went in there this morning and I, I got downstairs. I was like, I forgot my hundred dollar bill. I'm just going to blow in this little space. Like, like a Nintendo. (laughs) So here I am sitting on the floor in my furnace room, just like blowing inside here, trying to get dust off of an igniter. And I, turned the on switch and it just lit you could hear the heat blowing in the house and i was like (laughs) that was me that's what saving 90 bucks feels like too yeah it feels good this was a good one it was so good we put it up on the social medias because we wanted to hear your answers as well okay What's something your kids have gotten you hooked on that you never saw coming? So, so good and so true. There's so many things. How about you? So many things. You know, the first thing I thought of, and it wasn't necessarily my kids talked me into this, but just being a parent. Yeah. I remember a few years in going, 
I am never going to go anywhere for the rest of my life without two things. Do you know what they are? Your kids? <laughs> oh, yeah. Three things. <laughs> okay. Your no. kids? Yeah, them. Coffee? Uh, no. Target card? No. Okay. Snacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because you have kids and it's like all of a sudden okay for you to have a purse full of snacks at all times. Even if they're not for it's the kids. It's almost just frowned <laughs> upon. Even, it's almost frowned upon if you don't have the True. purse full of snacks. yeah, yeah. Snacks and baby wipes. Smart. Do you remember like, you know, when your kids are little and you always have them and so you got you can wipe their hands, you can wipe the table at the restaurant. Like, I, I'm never going to live a day of my life without baby wipes. Or snacks. It's not true, though. I've kept the snacks, not the baby wipes. Here's something that my kids. Yes. And I think that the same thing goes for, in a different way, you say, love what your partner loves, or what do you say, uh, explore, or like what your partner loves, like what your partner likes, explore what they love, you know, like, like you learn do. Learn to with, love, learn love to the love. things they love. Yes, yeah. learn to love the things they love. In the same note is, what do you do? You go, okay, cool, your kid's doing that, so now I'm going to go off and do my thing, versus mm-hmm. my kid's doing this. Let me explore what my kid's doing. So I've been trying to do that a lot more instead of just going, oh, Lennon's playing a game. Well, why is this game important to you? Like, why do you like this so much? Sure. Let's talk about it. Let's sit. Let me learn about your game since you have to learn about everything that's going on. Because kids, what do we do? We say, jumping back, you're going with us wherever we're going. Right. And basically, you just have to explore our lives. Right. So uh, so Eden, whenever she would talk about her music, yeah. you know, keep in mind, she's 15. Like, yeah, she's 13 talking about music, 14 talking about music. You're like, yeah, I don't know if I like this One Direction stuff. It's just another boy band. Right. That you're not emotionally attached to because it doesn't come from your teen years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nor am I in that sort of relationship where it connects when I listen to their music. Right. But Harry Styles, solo. I'm like, Harry Styles, One Direction. Okay, yeah, another boy band boy. No, no, no. I don't know. Oh, Eden loves this album. Okay, let me check it out. Okay. Ooh, that's a good song. Uh-huh. Wow, that's a second song's a good song too. Third song's a good song too. Fourth song, fifth song, sixth song. Basically, the entire album of Harry's House is amazing. So, like, I totally blew this off. I totally blew it off. That and Gogurts. <laughs> Can so, Matt be found on his day off sitting at the table listening to Harry Styles eating Gogurts? And on my days on. <laughs> Well, you sent some good ones in on Facebook and Instagram as well. And so we will come back with your responses. All right. So you talked about getting up from your chair and you're hurting. Grown. Man, I'll tell you what's weird is that when you're doing something you haven't done in a long time, even clicking a mouse to do production for a podcast, parts of your arm and your body that you haven't used in a long time start to get yes. sore. And here's what I found out is before I went to Bo, I was hurting. I went to Bo consistently. Years, no pain. I haven't gone to Dr. Bo for about five weeks right now just because I've been just ultra busy. Sure. It's starting to come back to what it used to feel like. So now I can see the difference yeah. between the two. And somebody says, oh, it's it's a quack. Why do you why do you go to a chiropractor? That's, you just have to keep going. You have to keep going to the dentist too. You don't just go once and then that's mm-hmm. it. And the stuff that we can't see that's inside of us, if we could see it, we'd probably look at it as a lot more important. The inside of our body and how it's actually working and how it's connected to every other spot in our body. But Dr. Bo can explain that to you if you want but that's the thing about it you're going to feel better i promise you that 
You're going to feel better. And Dr. Bo is so, he wants you to feel better. He wants you to put certain health things into practice that will cause you to, that would cause health to be the norm, not the pain. Uh, Dr. Bo, Trinity Chiropractic, trinitychiro.com and 31st to know Lincoln. All right, let's turn to the faces of books in the Instas, The Matt and Beth Show, also thematandbethshow.com and thematandbethshow at gmail.com. Questions. Questions. What is something that your kids have gotten you hooked on that you never saw coming? Mm. So there's a, a little bit of a common thread here. I would say most of these are either some form of snack or a form of media. Oh, it's like TV shows. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. So uh, on the snack side, we've got veggie straws mentioned multiple times. Do you eat veggie Uh -uh. straws? I don't think I've ever had them. You've never had a veggie straw? Uh -uh. What's a veggie straw? A veggie straw is like a, a chip that's called a veggie straw, so it makes you feel like you can eat it. Like it's healthy. Are they really veggies? <laughs> no. Nah, they're just, they look like French fries, but they're hollow. But some are green. So what are they made out of? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's like some sweet veggies. potato flavoring <laughs> and green bean extract. <laughs> I'm going to bring, I got to write that down and bring you veggie straws. It's a chip that you could, I mean, that I would say 100%. That's true in our house. Bottom for the kids, but <laughs> but it really they go, just by, a potato they go chip. fast. Yeah. Okay, so veggie, veggie, uh, veggie. What veggie straws? straws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else we have? Um, you know, on the media side, yeah. I can tell if people have small children or grown children okay. based on their response. Uh, we got a few answers for Bluey. Bluey's great. Do you love Bluey? Bluey's great. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's like the updated, much better Peppa Pig. It's like their oh, conversations are real. Because yes. Peppa Pig was really strange. It would be like, Dad, why don't we go to the store today? And Dad would go, because I don't have any money. <laughs> and then Dad would fall over, and they'd all start laughing, and the show would be done. Bluey's oh. like real-life scenarios, and they uh, it's like real conversation that you'd have between like oh. you and your kid and stuff. So I don't know if they just press record, and then they just record the show and like the kids talk and stuff because it's like real conversation. It's cool. Check it out. Bluey. I I need to watch it. I yeah. hear from people of all ages that they love Bluey. Then, then we had a couple of people say the show stranger things. So, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking ones. that you probably don't have kindergartners at home eating veggie straws, watching stranger things. We love to hear from you. You can email us, thematandbethshow at gmail.com. Go to thematandbethshow.com. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Matt and Beth Show. We want to hear from you. We'll be posting questions weekly so you can be a part of the show. So the wheel's back. We got the wheel back. Carrie was using it for a while. Carrie likes to use the wheel of questions. Yeah, just to kind of <laughs> interview herself. <laughs> so we've got the wheel back in the studio. As you can hear, been playing with it, greasing it up this morning. And uh, I was looking over some of the past questions that we got from listeners that we just did not address. And I don't, it, we didn't just throw them away. We just had them and just kind of ran out of time. Okay. I want to get to those at some point, uh, if we could. Do you mind? No. Would that be rad? I like the wheel of questions. So let's spin the wheel. Let's give her a spinny. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Something you've never confessed to. Oh. 
confess to that person, I assume, or confessed out loud? Oh, just confessed yeah. out loud. Do you think it's important to tell the person to confess to the person or just confess in general? Hmm. Does it depend on what it is? I do think I, I could be wrong. Somebody could probably call in and argue with me, but I do think it's situational. Yeah. I mean, do I, should I confess every thought I've ever had about somebody being annoying? Is, is that, is that going to help? Like I should confess it, you know, to the Lord and ask him to forgive me. But do I need to go tell somebody, Hey, you've been driving me crazy and I've thought really ugly thoughts about you. But that's more that than help? confession. How about this? How about this? If there was somebody that you had bad thoughts about and then you scraped their car with a key. Then you probably should tell them that you did that years ago. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yes, it's not the thought; right. it's the action, and it's not even where I'm at because my first thought didn't go to something that I've. Most things I've confessed to at this point. Yeah, you, you know, seem and, to be a pretty open book. And this is the one thing that I hold. I don't want to say that it. It's toxic to hold okay. on to, but every time sure. I think about it, I get red faced, embarrassed, mm -hmm. and slightly ashamed. And I feel ashamed because this person in my life has always been so good to me. When I think of my mom, I think of this person too. Oh. So my mom's name's Nancy. This person's name is Nancy. Mm -hmm. And her family, she had kids that were similar age as ours, so we all kind of grew up. Much like you and a lot of the relationships you have. Yeah. And you're, you got the same group of uh, age of kids. You get along with the parents and moms get along well. So mom and Nancy Buchanan used to always make cookies together. The best chocolate chip cookies I've ever had in my life, probably still to this day. And that's, okay. of course, my child's palate, but I'm sure. like... Still brings back so many memories walking into Nancy Buchanan's house and smelling chocolate chip cookies. And she was always so loving. And she was always, you know, if we messed up, she would put us in check, which I love now. Yeah. But Nancy Buchanan was one of those people in our life that we look back on. And I think everybody in our family would say that was a positive relationship. Yeah. She was just such a good person. So one day we're at my house. And I assumed that some of her kids were over or something. But I just remember that we we're playing hide and seek. I was young enough to where I could get into a smaller space and no one would know I was there. Don't remember exactly how old I was. All I remember is this. Is that I went into the bathroom. I turned off the light. I jumped into the shower. I shut the shower curtain. And I laid down and held my breath. Nobody was going to find me in this bathtub. Mm -hmm. Except for when the light went on, the door shut and locked, and the toilet seat went down. And I had to sit in silence in that bathtub. And the toilet was right next to the bathtub. I mean, mm. just any movement of that shower curtain, any twitch, any clearing of the throat. And I held my breath and I wanted to laugh. And I wanted to cry. And I wanted to confess and say, I'm here, put your pants on. But I sat quietly through the entire thing. She got up, she washed her hands. Good. She left. She didn't flush the toilet. Just kidding. I just forgot to say that. She flushed the toilet too. I have yet to tell Nancy Buchanan about that story. Mm. I think now is the time. <laughs> Do you think? Sorry. <laughs> Nancy Buchanan, I know you listen to this podcast. Does she? Yeah, my mom told her about it and she listened. Aww, so thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Nancy. I really mean that about the cookies. And I really want you to know that I'm sorry that I sat through you going to the bathroom as a little boy. Do you feel better getting that off your chest? <sighs> and now I have to go to the bathroom. 
so one day I was at work. So thank God I had an extra extra shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember you telling uh, this story. Ooh. And then I could just smell the cat pee on me. Listen. It's nasty, man. Why cats do people have cats? Have cats. I know. I don't I know. understand. I don't understand. The greatness is 70%. The foulness. What's the math on that? 25? 30%. <laughs> but truthfully, but truthfully, oh, like, like so what I said to Carrie, I'm like, honey, I don't know if, why does it always come down to cats and why, pee? Though? Why though? Why do we talk about cat okay, pee every You don't have Tuesday. to put this on, but it happens. <laughs> okay, it because I haven't seen there. you for a week and within know, seven days. the cat had a lot of times, chances to pee on things. Right. It's not like something I want to bring up. It's just an issue in my life right now. <laughs> okay, if okay. you're having problems, say, with uh, your kids not behaving or... Or they were peeing on rugs. They were peeing on rugs. <laughs> I would be like, Beth, what's going on with the kids peeing on the rugs? Right. Cat's peeing on the rugs, goes into the washing machine, not the cat, the rug. Wash it, wash it, wash it, wash it, wash it. Well, is Carrie throwing like other stuff in there with it? Or when the rug goes in, the rug comes out and then other stuff goes in. Should you run like a quick rinse or like a throw some bleach in there and let it like move around? I, what do you do? I and I'm asking know. you and you have no animals and you're allergic to cats. I don't Nor know. do you have any interest in this because it's I cat stuff. I will never own a cat. Lord willing, I will never own a cat. I don't know. I've thought about that. Like when your kids get sick, like yeah. if they throw up on a blanket and then you wash it, like where does that go? Where does the throw up go? It goes somewhere. Is when you have dirty, dirty stuff, whether it's uh, animal issues, if it's kid issues, throw up, this and that. Because what I saw was this. Just watched a video on this of someone cleaning out the water in their washing machine that they thought was clean. That was being used and recycled through it. You know what I'm saying? No. They cleaned it out and it was El Shanasty. Like dirty. Oh, and the water no. that we've been just recycling. Our, so they say run a cycle and then re, uh, reuse. I, I, I drain. I don't I need to find the video on this one. How do you get it to empty though? That's, if it's, is it really recycling water? Because you know all these machines are high efficiency now, and right. then they take like four hours to wash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how efficient that is because they don't right. use as much water. Dishwashers are the same. Yeah, yeah. They use like I don't know five gallons of water compared to thirty or forty that they used to. Right, but it takes five hours. I know it yeah. takes forever, and frankly, my dishwasher doesn't wash dishes, so I don't know. I think it needs to have more water. It's not efficient. You have a dishwasher? Because I have to wash them first. Yeah, yeah. So you see, that's silly. Inefficient. That's silly. But, you know, they tell you every now and then to run vinegar through. So I'll I'll pour vinegar in there and then run a cycle. Right. But I don't know if you do that for your washing machine. Well, then again, it nothing smells then like vinegar, Would you does rather it? it smelled like cat urine or vinegar? Neither. Neither. Right. And uh, there's people who don't have to make that choice. <laughs> Lives are called just <laughs> it's people. True. You know? It's called people without cats. Cats, yeah. Or yeah. vinegar issues. But yeah. I don't know what to do. And, you know, I, I really love these cats. And I don't even like to joke about like, oh, we're going to get rid of the cats. Because I would never. <laughs> speaking of that, a couple weeks ago, or last week. <laughs> oh, speaking five. of pick, uh, picking up cats? More cat stuff. So oh, speaking okay. of cats, just real quick. As I said a comment, I said they're giving out phone numbers like free kittens. And I don't know if that's a thing in Nebraska, but it was huge in Washington. Well, with my family. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime one of our cats had a litter 
I would go down to Safeway and I'd sit in front of the store and give away free kittens. Dang. And I'm telling you, these kittens were way too young. They still had their umbilical cord stuff. <laughs> like they're suckling on the blankets that are sitting inside this box that I'm sitting outside the Safeway with. I remember multiple Who took times. these cats? People would just be like, sure, I'll take one. Like people like me that go to gas station and get cats <laughs> like that. People would come outside literally. So that's I would, a learned behavior then for you. Absolutely. I saw people do this, so, so now I, do I learned it. to right. do it. This is what you would do in your adult lives. You take you're the, kittens you're, from kids. Yes, obviously the victim here. Thank you. I'm glad you see that too. <laughs> That's about me, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we would, yeah, not we. I, I don't know why it was always me, but I'd sit outside Safeway and we'd give away free kittens. Did, well, is that like something that's done here? Well, I don't think people do that anymore. Anywhere or anymore? Anymore. It, like you... I guess I can't tell you if I've ever seen it in person. You've heard of this, though. A box of cats sitting yeah. outside the, yes. But people are there. This. I mean, I was there. I didn't just leave the box of cats. Well, that's good. Okay. You know, I was giving them. <laughs> yes. I'd hand them to the person who right. wanted it. It's not like you just pick one up yeah. out of the box when right. you go in. But I feel like anymore, there's so much. Humane society. Humane society, right, right. you know, options. And the good thing is, is that, yeah, and like people who are dumping off cats and things like that, if you don't want your animal Take it to the Humane Society, and if you don't want any questions, you can actually put it in the uh, overnight thing, and the next morning, they'll yes. take it out, and they'll take care of it. So we were in Knoxville, and we were at this dog park. Very dog-friendly community. Restaurants, dogs. Okay. Dogs in restaurants. Not a joke. Everywhere. So this huge dog park that was on the Tennessee River, and uh, this guy pulled up in his truck, and he backed in to a spot, and we're like, what the heck's this guy doing? It looked a little weird. So he was up to something. Jumped out of his truck grabbed a box, threw it out of his truck, took off, and as the box fell out and opened up, puppies came out <gasps> and just started running. These little puppies were and so he took confused off. and he took off. So one person, you, I mean, we are at a dog park. That's the last place you want to be leaving puppies and taking oh. off because people are like, no, 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 brah. So somebody chased the guy, of course, in their car, and then somebody yeah. went and helped the puppies. But there's oh, so many other options there than are that. options. Yes. You don't have to throw them out of your car in a box. There's your PSA for the day. Yes. Cat PSA. So speaking of unwanted pets. Yes. I had a dream the other day Okay. that I feel like I need to tell you about. Yeah. Just to make sure it's not like in any way prophetic. Okay? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. So in my dream, it was Adopt a Pet Month. Is that a thing? Huh. Like there's a month for everything. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, so yeah. it was Adopt a Pet Month. Also in my dream, I drove an RV. Okay. Okay. But like like the real old ones that were really like the size of a van. So Rust really on looked, the wheel. looked like a van, yeah. but with a little bigger back with like wood grain. Right. Like a Winnebago. So for whatever reason, this van was parked outside your house in the carport that doesn't exist, but in a dream it did. Okay, so the the <laughs> RV was there, sitting there for a few days. Uh, I come I come back into town. Somebody drops me off so I can pick up my RV, and I see this sign in the window, you know, like a poster board that just said, Welcome home. And I go to open up and you come out the door and you're really excited for me to go open the door to this RV. And I open the door and I no, right before I open the door, I was like, did you get me a dog? And you were like, no. 
I got you a frog. <laughs> I, I open the door and there's this little uh, tray of dirt and these two little frogs. And I shut the door really quick. And I was like, why did you get me a frog? And you're like, it's adopt a pet month. And I was like, okay, he got me a frog. I open the door again and now there's four frogs. <laughs> Close the door again, and somehow this RV that's been sitting outside closed has has functioned like an incubator, and whatever tray of dirt you bought with frog eggs in it, it has now incubated them. By the third time I open it, there's frogs everywhere, and now there's these little bitty baby-like lizards that are look like miniature versions of a t-rex like a four inch tall t-rex and so i just every time i open this door something else hatches from an egg and you were so proud of yourself and i was like what am i gonna do with an rv full of reptiles, reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh that's an awesome dream <laughs> so if you're at the gas station later today and there's a box of frogs sitting outside please Please do not think of me. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. Your wrap-up is brought to you by Elwood Photography. And here's Beth with your wrap-up. Psalm chapter 61 says, Oh God, listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. From the ends of the earth, I cry to you for help. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. What do you do when floodwaters are rising? You look for higher ground. And it's the same in our circumstances of daily life. When the floodwaters are rising, when drama, when chaos, when fear starts to rise in our hearts, we need to look for the higher ground. And so when this verse says, lead me to the rock that's higher than I, the rock is Jesus. The rock is God. And and the Bible says his ways are not our ways. His ways are higher than our ways. So as you look around your life today, as you look at the circumstances that are, are overwhelming you, when your heart is overwhelmed, go to the rock that is higher than you. Jesus is the higher ground. He's the one that has the different perspective. He's the one that understands, who has seen the end from the beginning. He's the one who knows you inside and out. So when you're struggling, go to the rock that's higher than you and trust that he's gonna be the one that brings safety. He's gonna be the one that brings understanding. And even if he doesn't, even when we don't understand, he's the one that we can run to and we can trust that he's gonna take care of us. I'm Beth, and that's your wrap-up. My mom. I need some good news, baby. Give it to me. Give it to me. The Matt and Beth 